Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to We Ask Watson. I'm Bianca, and I'm an ambassador for Watson's Daily. Joining me today is Peter Watson. Hi there. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure whether you were going to say hello, Peter, or something like that. So I was kind of waiting, but it's all right. It's fine. It's fine. We, I'm so I think sorry. We, it's right. No, 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 we got through that. I don't think anyone noticed, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Peter, so... <laughs> what's your favourite story for today? Okay, so um, the news has just come out. Uh, I did mention it um, a bit in in uh, today's Watson's Daily, but um, news about Demenham's, um, uh, you know, basically um, uh, they are uh, they're closing down essentially because mm-hmm. um, there was hope that uh, JD Sports was going to buy. Devonhams. It was the last one in the bidding, uh, which is what I said in today's um, Watson's Daily. But um, JD Sports have pulled out. Um, not sure whether this is anything to do with um, the failure of Arcadia last night. Um, so Arcadia owns shops like um, Topshop, uh, um, Dorothy Perkins, uh, and a, and a whole load of others. Um, anyway. Uh, Arcadia went uh, yeah, went into administration last night. Arcadia has loads of concessions at Debenham stores. And um, it, I would have thought, would have been the nail in the coffin um, mm-hmm. for, um, for any kind of deal between JD Sports and, um, and uh, Debenhams. So I think this is the second time. I oh, know. So this is, hold on. So it was in administration for the second time in April. Um, and yeah, things have not been good since then. Um, and yeah, I, this looks like a, a bit of a disaster, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think the impact of this will be in the long term? Um, so this is, it's been a real saga, this. So I reckon in terms of, um, you know, long term, I think they're going to be fewer department stores, but I've been saying that for absolutely ages <laughs> because I just think that they are a, an, an anachronism because in a way, well, not in a way at all, Amazon has become the modern department store because you used to go to a department store because it is at one place, either, well, for a number of reasons, sometimes because it's a nice place to go and if you're a bit bored and you're out, you know, you go in and, you know, look at different things. It's, you can look at different things in one place um and in a kind of a nice you know in a nice uh environment um but you know because of all the online shopping and stuff i would say that many people will go into a um uh, a department store maybe for inspiration see oh yes i would quite like to buy this and then buy it way cheaper um online so mm-hmm. you know as a result of which the likes of house of fraser and debenhams have just been going down the tubes, really. Um, now, House of Fraser was bought uh, a few years ago by Mike Ashley uh, of, of Sports Direct, which is now called Fraser's Group. So um, he rescued that. He did actually try to um, buy Debenhams. Um, so he built up a 29.9% stake mm-hmm. in Debenhams, but they fended off his offer um and and you know they tried to keep it going um they've not done a very good job and now they've lost all bidders um so it looks like i would have thought that it may well go into liquidation which then then me well i don't know it may maybe uh, maybe they'll work something out but um i would have thought this is when they're going to start selling assets off 
Um, so this is a this is really bad news for all those twelve thousand um, people who work for uh, Debenhams, because every their you know their future is very uncertain, which is a is a is a terrible thing. Um, but I think that uh, yeah, so I think that ultimately um, depart. This is just another another. Again, sorry to use the same thing, but, you know, another nail in the coffin for um, department stores. I think department mm. stores generally around the world are all having problems uh, with with some exceptions. Um, but, you know, more, more of the chain ones are having real problems because of what I just said, the way that people buy their buy their stuff these days. Um, and it would seem to me that um, Mike Ashley it may well be able to pick over the uh, the carcass of of this of um, Debenhams. I really would not be surprised if he could come along and just pick up um, a, a number of uh, you know key assets, like really good assets um, from uh, Debenhams for fire sale prices, and and then he doesn't have the the hassle of buying the whole thing and then you know and then dismantling it. So I think this is this could work out well for him. Do you think he'll be sort of the last man standing between himself and Green and Day, of course? Yeah, so, I mean, you mentioned there that the... Um, I guess if you'd have, say, wound the clock back about a year or so, you'd have these... There are th- there are a few people who I think really stand out in terms of U- the UK high street. So you've got Philip, Gr- you know, Philip Green, who runs Arcadia, um, you, which is... You know, like I say, the one that runs, you know, Topshop, Dorothy Perkins, I think Evans and stuff like that. Um, then you've got um, you've got uh, Philip Day, who runs Edinburgh Woolen Mill, which I have to say I've always thought was a bit of a rubbish company. But um, but, you know, it owns such amazing shops as Jane Norman, uh, Peacock's Bon Marche. And actually something that is kind of halfway decent, I guess, is is Jaeger. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but even, but even then, um, I think that they have, um, and they, I think they also own, um, uh, Austin Reeds as well. Um, but you know, that, that's not, that's not particularly great. So, so you Phil Green, uh, Phil Day, and then you've got Mike Ashley, who is the guy who, um, you know, he, he founded Sports Direct. Um, and, um, he, has since um, changed, tried, yeah, he's since bought up tons and tons of, um, uh, of different assets, um, you know, and brands over the years. Um, and he has just, he's trying to take this uh, concept upmarket, which is why he has changed the name from Sports Direct to Fraser's Group. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the moment, he seems to be amassing brands, including Mulberry. He's got a big stake in Hugo Boss, uh, and then you know, to less to you know, he's got lots. Of, there are other brands within um, the family now, including I mean, it's much obviously much lower down the chain, but you know, Jack Wills and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. you know, ultimately, Phil Green, he's looking like a loser. Uh, Phil Day also looking like a loser, um, but Mike Ashley, who no one seems to like seems to me emerging from this swamp um, relatively unscathed. Um, so it's quite amazing, really, as we see the sort of battle um, for the high street. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it looks like Mike Ashley is going to be the unlikely saviour, as things <laughs> stand at the moment. 
it seems like it offers Thoughts Direct a chance to sort of expand its portfolio. Oh, sorry, Fraser's group. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, and, you know, maybe they could buy a few prime locations, perhaps. You know, that, mm-hmm. that might be good. Um, you can imagine that they'll be able, again, will be able to buy these properties at, at fire sale prices because who's going to buy them? Who is actually, you know, maybe, uh, again, maybe private equity. You know, they've got the cash to splash. Um, but how much how much are they going to really want in terms of property? Are they are they going to want property or are they going to want to buy businesses? Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know. But, we, you know, it, there is it. I think that, you know, retail in the UK, there's been a lot wrong with it for many years. And I just think that um, the coronavirus and all the lockdowns and closures and things have just really highlighted um, they, um, the things that were already wrong, but mm. they've become more wrong. Um, you know, their the weaknesses have become much more apparent more quickly um, since the since the outbreak. Yeah, absolutely. So, 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 <laughs> so, um, so, I mean, what 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 was your favourite story for today then? Oh, it was hard to pick, but I think I definitely was most interested in Nicola, um, yep. especially with its deal with GM falling through. Yeah. Um, since it was discovered recently to be sort of lying about proprietary technologies um, and then lying about promo videos and things like that as well. So yeah. obviously this is a huge embarrassment for GM uh, because it sort of shows that it hasn't done its due diligence. And not yeah. only will it be sort of catastrophic for Nicola, um, yeah. but obviously they're going to have to deal with backing away um, from this deal and also from future EV technologies. Uh, so what do you think the future of Nicola will be after the full three of this um i would not be surprised if it doesn't exist in the next two years mm-hmm. i mean i know that's a bit dramatic but <laughs> you know the i do think it is it is an example of a company that is all form and no substance you know so um that coming for a lot of criticism ahead of its you know hugely hyped ipo that happens in june um this year Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it was one of those companies that promised a lot in terms of we've got this great technology, but hadn't actually sold anything. Um, but as as it turned out um, a few months ago, I remember saying that they they'd uh, had had some uh, a big order for something. I think it was something like twenty six thousand vehicles or something from i think again might have been ups but i'd have to check but anyway got a big or big order for for trucks or you know some electric vehicles whatever um and things started to look up for them you know so they started recovering and then you've got general motors coming along and and deciding to um you know put in a, they said that they would they would buy 11 percent of nicholas uh, stock um they were going to work with it on on the badger pickup truck um, and they were going to work together. But as you say, um, they backed out. Uh, General Motors have backed out, not completely, um, Then, but they did say they're not going to buy the stake and that they are not going to work on the Badger pickup truck, but they are going to sort of work together on technology. But I think this is this is just their way of disappearing into the background because they clearly did a terrible job, or as you again, as you said, um, on um, on their due diligence before they even, you know, committed made this commitment. So I mean, it's a, it's a real shocker. But I think that Nicola is. Oh, sorry, gone. Oh, I'm go on. so sorry. No, <laughs> I was wondering why do you think GM didn't back away entirely immediately? 
Um, I wonder whether it's just too embarrassing. I mean, mm-hmm. they clearly did an absolutely t- shocking job on investigating Nicola because, so you know, just just to remind people who who may either you know, may, may not be aware of this, but so Nicola, it was um, founded by a guy called, I think Trevor Milton. Uh, he was a bit of a, a Elon Musk type person in terms of charm and wowing investors and things like that. Um, and, uh, you know, he was saying that the company were, uh, had proprietary, you know, really good proprietary technology. Um, and that, you know, it really was working very hard on this, this, uh, you know, like uh, electric trucks and things, which is great. But um, a company called Hindenburg Research did a hugely damaging report um, on Nikola, alleging that, um, and actually it turns out it's true, that proprietary <laughs> technology, it, was, it wasn't proprietary technology. They were using, what they were doing, they were using other people's technology and then just putting a sticker over it, <laughs> effectively. Oh and then there was the the infamous video that they used in their marketing, which showed one of their trucks driving along a road. But actually, what it was was they the the truck in question, uh, its engine did not work. So what they did to film this video is they they filmed uh, a truck being the, the truck was basically rolled down a hill, um, and then it was edited to make it look like. Uh, it was going along the straight, you know, and not downhill, which is an absolute shocker. I mean, you know, you can't be doing things like that. And I think that actually they're still under investigation because effect doing something like that is effectively lying to uh, investors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I mean, there's still going to be that hanging over them as well. But the real shocking thing was, you know, they so they've done all this dodgy stuff and then... Um, uh, yeah. So, and, and uh, but they didn't say anything about it. General Motors said uh, made this big announcement, uh, you know, month of, or month month or two ago, saying that they were they were going to work together with Nikola. And then two days after this this damaging report came out, and ever since then, Nikola has been in absolute freefall. Um, the founder Trevor Milton has resigned. You've, like I say, you've had the, this investigation that's going on. Um, it's a real, it's an absolute shocker. It really is. Uh, and, and a terrible story about a company that just is relying on hot air. Mm-hmm. Quite literally. <laughs> <laughs> hot air powering it, its truck uh, down down the hill. Oh, my word. Why was GM initially so interested in investing in this deal without doing due diligence, do you think? Well, well, it wouldn't, wouldn't not have done any due diligence. It just clearly, it, it just believed... It didn't do a very thorough job, you know. Um, I think that um, GM would be in, would have been interested in this because I think that they they feel that they are further behind than some of their competitors on electric vehicle technology. Mm-hmm. So that's Absolutely. one thing. Um, and so I think that they thought that this could sort of fast forward their developments in that area, but clearly uh it's not um you know it's not and i think that they they would be they would do well to look elsewhere because nicola is going to be far behind and i think as a result of this nicola is going to find it very very difficult in the future um because instead of having a a rich uncle in the shape of, (laughs) of, of general motors to finance things it's going to have to do it itself and that's going to be much harder it it would be hard anyway, but given their track record, 
um, it's going to be really hard, I think. Absolutely. I think that's nearly all we have time for. Do you have anything else that you want to add, Peter? Oh, yeah. So um, just to say that it was it was it was tricky today to decide which stories to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, But one that I think is absolutely key for this time of year was a was a a riveting piece of research um, that was published in the Mirror newspaper um, about a man who actually did an audit of the contents of the of a tin of Quality Street. Um, and the shocking revelations that he came out with today were that there are only four purples, which are my favourite. And I feel that I am not alone in this. this I think is a that travesty. I know. And then, and then, not only that, there were um, eleven orange ones, and I think nine um, strawberry ones as well, uh, which is an absolute shocker. And I think people, <laughs> more people, need to know this um, as we as we uh, enter the uh the final straights going into into christmas so you need mm-hmm. to know this people um so so yeah so just so that you i know that with watson's daily i'm always we're always trying to bring you cutting edge stuff <laughs> and the and the trends of the day and i think this is very important so you mm-hmm. know yeah. quality streets for your listening you've let yourself down really yes <laughs> Yes, exactly. I mean, I can't believe this. They're not, they're, we need to ca- get a campaign going, I think. I think actually the hashtag that I've seen on this is uh, hashtag inequality street, which I quite like. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah. But anyway, but I think that's, that is it. So um, thank you very much for your time. Um, hope you enjoyed listening, everyone. And um, we'll be back again tomorrow. Thank you, Peter. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye.